with Mina and Elizabeth. Hi, hello. Hola. Welcome back to the Her and Her podcast. Yes, welcome back, baby. I'm Mina Her. And I'm Lizzie Her. And we are the Her and Her podcast. Hello, hello. Yes, baby. So today we have a really, really good um, show for you guys. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. We bring you into our world of um, this game we enjoy playing. But, for sure. Yeah, like our what-if scenarios, right? Yeah. I think it's it's pretty cool. We love, we enjoy it. Gets you thinking, gets your brain going. Yeah, because these things could happen to you. Definitely could. Like this could really be a true life scenario for you. Mm-hmm. And you want to be like prepared, like I know. Okay, all right. I thought about this before. What was? What did I say I was gonna do? You know, I never thought about it as if like this could actually happen. Like I know it could actually happen, but I never thought about it like this is gonna keep me prepared on my toes. I always yeah. just thought it just forces you to think like in this scenario, what would you do? But I never thought like okay, that could actually happen to me. Yes, it can because yeah. our her story had did happen to me, and I was like, oh. I wasn't really prepared for this. I just jumped into it. Mm. But before we go any further, Mia, yes, yes, yes. where can they catch us? So, um, you know, you guys can catch us on our Instagram at Her and Her Podcast. You can catch us on SoundCloud at Her and Her Podcast. Make sure that you follow, share, subscribe, love the tracks. Um, and then you can also catch us on the iTunes podcast platform. It's the purple and white symbol um, on your iPhone and you can also catch us on YouTube at her and her podcast. Make sure that you're subscribing, you hit the bell so you can get notifications when we post new episodes and new cool content on there as well. And Oh, when you're on the iTunes podcast platform, make sure that you're subscribing so that you can stay abreast with things we have going on. But yeah, so, um, I'll let Lizzie slide us into our run of the show. And, um, just to back it up a little, uh, we have two YouTube videos up, mm-hmm. and one is about cheating, mm-hmm. which everyone loved, mm-hmm. and the other one is about getting to know us a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go and check us out, because I remember when our beautiful listeners told us, we want you guys to be on YouTube. We want to see you. So make sure you get on there, you subscribe, and show some love. All right. Boom, pow. Okay, so... You know, you think about these things and you talk to them about your girlfriends, with your guy friends, and you're just like, man, if this happened or this situation or you heard about it, like, what would you do? Like, what would you do in that in that scenario? And it, like, forces you to, like, really think about the space and time and, man, I really don't know what I would do. Okay, 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 I, I got to force myself to come up with an answer because... This really could happen. I actually overheard this as I was at my favorite place, Chipotle, sitting outside enjoying the sun. And there was like a guy and a girl. I think they were just friends. I didn't get a couple vibe from them. And they started talking about this particular scenario, which I'll get into. And I thought to myself, yo, that's a really good question for the show. So, you know, you never know where you're going to be and you feel inspired or where you're going to hear these things, you know. But yes. So. 
we're pretty much just going to get into just scenarios, you know, things that could happen, might have happened, happened to your friend, could happen to you. And let's talk about some ways in which we would actually get through it and have resolve, right? Mm -hmm. And then, of course, um, our her story is going to be about a time when you dated someone that either possessed qualities or was aligned with things that you knew you wouldn't accept or was not attracted to, but you dated them anyway. Mm. Mm, I wonder. Mm. Dated and married. <laughs> anyway, and then we're going <laughs> to close out with Yellow Yam giving us her quote of the day. So boom, boom, boom. We get started. So a man plans an extravagant proposal. And when I mean extravagant, I mean extravagant. I mean bells and whistles. Think of Kanye and Kim Kardashian. I mean, you're buying out arenas. You got musical. You got uh, uh, orchestras. I mean, they went in. Balloons, confetti, helicopter. Just think of it as extravagant as you possibly can think of it. And you aren't sure if you want to marry this person. Do you say yes in the moment to spare their feelings because you don't want to embarrass them? Or do you say no on the spot? What do you do? Because you can say yes and then go home and talk about it. Or you can say no in the spot and deal with the meltdown. But what do you think he would respect more? Because honestly, I guess at this point, that's who you have to think about. Um, okay, so this question has been floating with us for a couple of days now. Um, yes. And we've both had the chance to ask people, you know, around us what their take is on it. So now, uh, I think initially I said that I would have gone home and like had a side conversation. That's what I told you, right? Didn't I say that? Or I was kind of on the fence. I don't think you answered Maybe all I the did. way. I think you, you started to process it. Like, oh, I, if I said this, I would do this. If I said this, right. I would do it. Yeah. So. I don't know because I still don't have an answer because after going home and speaking with my pap and speaking with my male friends, um, they all feel as though tell me on the spot. Yeah. A lot of men that I've spoken to have told me like, like regardless. I, yeah. I don't care if you embarrass me, like tell me. Right. Because it says a lot about you as a woman. If you said yes and then waited till we got home and then you said no when we got home. A lot of men had, have given me that response. So it kind of warps how I feel, like, because I don't want to hurt you yeah. in any way. Right. But I don't, I really, because I have bad secondhand embarrassment. Let's start there. I get really embarrassed when people get embarrassed. So would you even have, would want an extravagant proposal or would you want something more intimate? No, I want bells and whistles. I want, oh, okay. I want pull out all the fucking stops when okay. I get engaged. Make okay. sure you tell my, my fiance that. Okay? okay. I want the fucking pull out all the stops. Okay. Um, but we need, see the thing for me too. Sorry to cut you. It's like, you have to be sure. You yeah, have to be yeah, so yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I know that I said, I wasn't going to say this. I know as a woman, there have been scenarios where I liked a guy and I didn't want us to part. But I really wasn't sure about if I wanted what he wanted, and I kind of went along with it. I've had mm. scenarios like that. Now, marriage is something extreme. Right. That's Correct. very extreme, and I think that you should be very... Con that's almost as concrete as do you want to be in a relationship or not. 
Right. Are we building or are we right. just fucking around? Right. Because there's no backwards here. Right. So I feel like certain things you can't teeter on. You have to be yes or no. It has to be very black and white, very concrete. Um, so I don't know, but I don't want to hurt you either way. But if, if I know that you're an upfront kind of man and regardless, you're just going to take it on the chin and we're going to we're going to walk away from this. But I feel like if I tell you now on the spot, we're not going to leave here and be together. I don't think it's possible for me to embarrass you in front of our families and for everybody to walk away the same or better. Your mom's going to look at me like that bitch. Your, your family's going to be like, she ain't right for that. For sure. Regardless of how he feels about right. it. Even if though he respects it, another woman isn't going to get it. Right. They're going to look at me like, he should just leave that girl alone. Like, why are you still with her? Nobody. We're never going to be able to come to this point again and, and me say yes. If that's our goal later down the line, if I say I don't want to get married right now, you know what I mean? Like, we're never going to be able to come back to this point of, like, it's going to be tainted forever. You're For never sure. going to want to do a huge proposal for me again. You're never going to, like, we're not going to be able to grow in the way that you planned on us growing at that moment, even if I want it later. So then I think you also have to think, like, do I want, I love him. Can I say yes and just have a very long engagement? Uh, I, this as we like peel back the layers, it gets more and more difficult. Cause you remember, I had my answer. Mm-hmm. Like when I said it, I was like, "No, I'm saying yes. Like I'm not embarrassing him. I'm not embarrassing us. Like you did all this. I would think he would respect the fact that if by the time I got home and I felt differently, or a week later I felt differently and I came to him to speak to him, that he would receive it. Mm-hmm. He said he would not receive that. That that was in that it was worse to come home." After the fact, saying yes to me in public and then coming home and saying no. He says a lot about you as a person. Right. He's like, he compared it to getting blue balls. That's what he compared it to. Yeah, you're talking about giving somebody some. You're talking, 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 making it sound real nice. And then when you get home. Ain't happening. Nothing's happening. Which is not that black and white for us. Mm-mm. Because extravagant to me means like all your loved ones is there. Like. And then this helicopter is supposed to take us away, and I say no. I say no. Like, it's like you, you, you how does this to the orchestra? Just right, cut the music. Like, how does this pan out? Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I respect women who, when men do, even even just public proposals. Mm-hmm. Like, it don't even gotta be super super extravagant, but just public proposals and say no. I, I do applaud you. That does take a lot for you to say that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then I always, I, 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 when a woman does say that and you've been with a man for a while, I wonder, like, are you ever going to say yes? Like, if, I don't know. Like, is time going to help this? Because in my mind, I'm saying to myself, for, you, for a man to propose to you, you I'm going to guess that you guys have at least been together two years plus. Right. Now, of course, we've heard of quick engagements, six months, a year. Right. I'm not down for those. But I'm going to say most men, on average, might are going to wait for two-plus years to propose to a woman. Right. So I feel like in those two years, if you felt like that man didn't exemplify the things that you need in a husband, then what were you doing? Mm. Unless you're young. Unless you're young and this is just a stage in your life. But for a man to propose to you, was this not a conversation? Did you guys not talk about this? Like, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe like, okay. So let me put you in a, a in a young a young scenario. Okay, 
because things like this have happened to me. You meet a really nice guy. He's like, everything lines up. It's just, just boom, 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 boom. Perfect. The something about what he wants is a little off from what you want. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of things that's a little off from what you want. It got to be, it's probably not little. But I'm saying like, okay, what I mean, like, there could be, okay, like, like, um, that the girl from The Real. Mm-hmm. That maybe there's just like, I know that's a big thing. Yeah, it's a big thing. But I think it's handy, it goes like with marriage. Like, do you want to be married or not? Even though I feel like you could kind of sway. So I feel like there's a time where you could be dating someone and, and, and you guys are just in a good place. Like, he's like, you could see yourself with him. But maybe marriage is not what you want right that moment. But he's ready for it right now. You gonna say no? You can see yourself marrying this person. I think it's. I think it's also too like okay. You gotta ask yourself a couple of questions. Like okay, did you speak to your mate and they never mm-hmm. gave you a clear answer? Right. But you want it anyway. Right. And so you're gonna you gonna push the envelope. Yeah. You know or. You never had a you never had a conversation about it, but you like oh I feel it I know she would say yes and she says no because you never took the time out to have the real conversation about mm-hmm. spending the rest of your life together. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it is communication because I'm thinking to myself for a man to propose to you and for a woman to say no, there's an incredible amount of discord. Mm-hmm. Something didn't happen. Right. Something didn't transpire Somebody between the two listen. of you. Yeah, for sure. And I know that there's success after saying yes and then saying no. Because I have a friend that has, that, that did, has been engaged twice to the same person. And and they have taken the time to really understand and learn one another. And when they were at that space, they did get married. But it takes a special kind of man. It does. A special kind of man. But that, to me, just proves that it's possible. Right. Is what I'm saying. You know, like, of course, the, the average man probably isn't. Oh you, oh, you say yes, then no, then yes, then no. Goodbye. You feel what I'm saying? Because men don't like uncertainty. Uncertainty. They don't like things that's waiting in the river. They don't like. They, they like. Listen, you on this side of the river or that side of the river? What right. you doing? Because men just don't think like that. They they don't have enough. Um, they don't have enough. What's the word I'm looking for? Decisiveness to deal with that. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a woman could could. could decipher and figure it out and come to grips with it and look at all the variables when you start giving a man too many variables he's like yo uh-uh, this is confusing i feel like i'm losing my way i'm out mm-hmm. like they don't like to be in that that very awkward space so honest to god for me even though now that i've like my own partner has has said to me tell me no you know but even when i was proposed to at the moment, I know I loved him and I wanted to be with him, but there was things after the fact that I was like, yo, can I deal with this for the rest of my life? Like, am I going to be okay with this? Like, just the lifestyle, just certain things I'm just going to have to just know that that's not what it means, even though it feels a certain kind of way. Am I going to be okay with the judgment? Am I going to be okay with, you know, people not knowing who I am? Mm-hmm. You know, just things of that nature. And so even though I said yes, there was moments after that I was like oh. questioning it, questioning it. Right. So it may not happen right then and there. It could happen as you're going through your engagement or you're planning your wedding or there's a lot of things that especially when I was planning my wedding that if I didn't love that person, it wouldn't have went through. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have happened, you know, but you figure it out together because you you're on the same page. Right. 
And so for me, for a woman to say no to a proposal, you guys aren't on the same page. And I don't know how you didn't know that before you bent down on one knee and asked her to marry you. So, yeah. So I don't know. That one's a, it feels crazy for me. I mean, I think I would have said, I, I think I would have made it clear before you even did a, any of that. But if he got the impression that I wanted to be married to him and he did all that, I probably would end up dealing with the consequences because I could, I don't, I couldn't see myself saying no mm. on the spot. Unless I absolutely knew didn't want, to. didn't want to, right? You know, but if there was, you know, there's things about him that, I, of course, if I've been with you for this long, I'm I'm not a one to drag out no relationship. Like, right. you know, I'm with you because I'm with you, and I feel something for real. So, but yes, Whew. that one's a that one's a doozy, man. I have one. Yes, go for it. Okay. So, what if you have met? A man or a woman, okay, for our male listeners as well, I have to throw them in there. So you've been together for a very long time, okay? Not a very, very long time. Let's, let's say... Five years? Nah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just talking. Okay. Eight months. Let's say eight months, right? Okay. And they tell you that at the eight-month mark, they decide to share with you that they are... Um, they belong to a group of people that are in support of the advancement of minorities and oppressed people. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's out here doing good in the world. Mm-hmm. Very you, attracting. You later find out it's a group of racist people. It's a hate group that he belongs to. So he might go to jail for hate crimes. Yes. So what do you do? Do you address it or you just ghost him and dis- disappear and leave that shit alone? So I've been dating you for less than a year. I've been dating you for yep, less than a year. It's eight months. Less than a year, and but it's a fast eight months. We're already integrating things in our lives, family, mm. and I didn't know that about you. And you over here, out here, setting the white people's houses on fire. Woo! Or shit, whatever. If you dating outside your race, he's setting black people's houses on fire. Whatever. He's out here. Really, he's really he's in the thick of it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pass on that. That's a no for me, dog. So you just gonna dip? I'm gonna tell you, I'm because I, I, I'm I'm that kind of girl. I want to know why. I'm asking questions before I exit. Mm. So um, no, we're gonna have a conversation. I'm gonna make a nice candlelight dinner, Mm-mm. and uh, we're gonna talk about it. I'm gonna say, hey, I found out X, Y, and Z. Can you explain it to me better? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give the tone as though I'm walking away. I'm mm, giving the tone like. Okay. I want to understand this. I want to see where you're coming from. I'm, I'm giving that kind of tone because I know I need you to open up and I want you to know this is a safe and honest space. And then um, after that, I'm going to um, finish my meal and then explain to you that I will not be um, associating myself with anyone who um, views the human race in this manner to the capacity that you think you're God and you want to take matters into your own hands. Mm. Um, I can't see myself be feeling protected, and I can't raise children with you. You actually believe in the concept of hate. Mm. Can't do it. I'm out. I'm just out. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about nothing. You're just not going to answer your phone? That's that's dead wrong, son. No, I'm blocking, yeah. I'm blocking you. I'm blocking your moms. I'm blocking everyone. <laughs> and I'm moving the fuck on. I'm moving on. I'm <laughs> moving on. <laughs> I'm not dealing with it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. 
I'm not. Unless I wanted to be out there fighting with you on the front line and it's something that aligns with what I believe in. If I want to be a part of your hate group, that's different. But you burning down houses? There could be children in there. Could be. You know, that that right there, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. If you bring that back up, all right, then I can't be a part of yeah. it. Yeah. But. I'm not burning nobody's house I'm, now. Yeah, I'm not going to prison. They yeah. definitely got you on an FBI watch list yeah. at this point. They probably watching nowhere. me too. Can't go Shit, nowhere. Now they watching me too at that point. Because <laughs> I'm dating your ass. They watching where you going at night to eat dinner. Shit. But yeah, I'm just, I'm dipping. I'm not talking about it. Was nothing to discuss. This is who you are at this point. You have you have just submerged yourself so much in this hate culture that it is who you are. Yeah. So I'm out. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to your mom. I don't mm. care about Sunday dinners we had together. <laughs> I don't care if I met your kid. I don't care if anything. I'm out. Mm. That's funny as hell. Not. I can't. I can't. I can't do the um the the the, the hating. I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, I don't got no space in my heart for all that. Mm-mm. All right. So, you're dating a celebrity, mm-hmm. and they want to keep your relationship private. Mm. Not secret, but private. What does that mean? What does that the mean? The difference between private and secret, or what does private mean? Yes. that. that, that. Okay, so private means that uh, we're not going to be putting our putting our, uh, our business on social media. You might not go to every event with me, but people know I'm married. Okay, secret means they know nothing. I'm telling the public I'm single. No one knows I'm married. No one knows I have children. You know, if those if that's your situation. No one knows that you exist. You don't exist in any way, shape, or form. So, I said private, not secret. However, we can delve into that if you'd like. So, you know, your mate tells you that they want to keep your relationship private. How do you feel about that? All right. All right, all right, all right. I've seen it done before. And I respect it. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, I don't respect it mm. because. Wait, do you. OK, do you respect it because you respect how they feel about it, but you don't respect it because you wouldn't do it? I respect it because I understand that lines can get very crossed okay. and blurred when you're a celebrity or of some status and people are watching your life. And now your family becomes a target. Everything about who you are is a target. People like to pick it apart, things like of that nature. I understand that. Okay. And I understand that people start to look at you away. They think they know you. They think you got you figured out. I get it. At the same time, I don't get it because I live in 2018 as a millennial. And as a millennial, I know that sometimes when a nigga don't post you, it's because he's protecting another bitch's feelings. <laughs> it's possible. When a nigga don't post you, when he's all acting all like, you know, I just want to, you know, I want to keep you. He's protecting someone else. I have had guys that I've been involved with that I know they're dealing, like, after. I know they're dealing with someone, but they won't do that because you still, you don't want to make me feel any type of way. Mm. Even if we're done. You know how that's going to look. You know, that I'm means a, you got unfinished business and ex- you shouldn't have moved on. That's my point. And I feel like a lot of times that is the scenario in which people use, I want to be private. Mm. Or you don't want to close the door and let anybody else know that you're in something. You, you don't want to stop that flow of people from coming in. I've seen that as well. So Let's say you're married, though. Okay, I'm married? Yeah. And then your partner tells you, like, you know, you've married this celebrity. Um, <laughs> and they say, you know, babe, I think the best thing for us and our family is for us to keep our relationship and things private. 
you know, how do you feel about I, that? I'm going to respect it. It's my husband. I, and if I've married him, I've trusted him to lead our family. I've trusted him to protect our family. And you got to have more than two pieces of brain if I decided to marry you. So I'm, I'm going to trust you. We're married. I'm going to trust you. Hmm. But that doesn't mean that, like, that means we're going to events together. If you have events, things of that nature, we're going together, correct? We're just not on social media. We're not, like. You're not going to go to every event. So it depends. He's telling me not this one? Like, or, like, is it because he doesn't want me to or just because certain shit is just, like, eh, industry type shit? It could be any one of those reasons. I don't know. I mean, at the, for me, it's the same thing. Like, not wanting to go is a re- not wanting you to go is a reason why he mm-hmm. doesn't want you to go. So for me, they're the same. Um, it could be uh, he just feels like it's just not a place for his wife. Um, it might be way too high profile, and he he just doesn't want this picture to be all over the internet. You know what I mean? But I think I'm gonna need a backstory when when he tells me no. I think I'm going to need a, back, a little backstory. Every single time? When are you just going to trust the fact that he says not this time? I don't know. I don't know. I can't say. I don't know. I don't know. So you're not really okay with it? I might be, but I might not be. I'm telling you, if it's my husband, okay, yeah. maybe. If my if it's my husband, then I'm going to trust him. But I'm saying, like, somebody else. Like, I, if it's not my husband. If I'm just dating him, yeah. something like that, and he, he tells me I can't go, and I'm looking at him like, I can't go with you. Why? You got somebody else you going with? In my head, there's all things that's going through my head. Right. Oh, I got to wait. Like, freaking Ronnie from Jersey Shore. He went away for Jersey Shore to do Jersey Shore. He had a a girlfriend. He left her home. First of all, nobody really knew her. She was pregnant, blah, 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 whatever. Anyway, long story short, she's not present with him while he's away in Miami filming the show. And she goes online and there's pictures of him in the club with a girl. Mm -hmm. Things of that nature. I'm like, oh, this 2018 dating. That's what this is. Mm -hmm. What do you, what is your answer? So, uh, okay, so when I was younger, I was involved in a very weird situationship where the person wasn't completely done with their past thing they were doing, Mm -hmm. and I kind of put mine on pause. I ended it, but it was really pause. You know, you mm-hmm. want to test the waters, but you pause that real quick because, mm-hmm. you know, you could go back to it. Anyway, and I remember for the first time what it felt like to be like, yo, you're a secret. Mm-hmm. And I, and especially when you were in a relationship that everybody knows you together. We're holding hands with this. Like, it's me and you. Everybody know, like, nah, where's, you know, like, that's your, that's your partner. So it was like, so to go from that to... Now nah, we gotta chill. Like, nah, I don't do this in public. Nah, don't don't be don't be writing me. Don't be da 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 da. This was high school. Don't do this. Don't do that. That you like so confused. And I remember the exact moment when it was like, like, played me so hard. Like, like, don't even walk in my direction. Don't look at me. Don't talk to me because I don't want to. And that's why I can understand what you're saying. Like, oh, you don't want to post me because you don't you you want you protecting somebody else's feelings. Mm-hmm. Basically, it was the same thing. Like, there's already rumors going around, so we and you can't be talking because mm-hmm. then it looks like da da da, and it's gonna get back to her that we doing this this and this. Right. And in my head, I'm saying to myself, but we are doing this. Right. So it's like, what's the issue? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that means you got unfinished business, and that for me was a day that I realized that he did. I wasn't being chosen. And I was not going to allow you not to choose me. So I'm going to walk away. And um, so I, I, I'm, I'm not okay with the secret. 
But private, I'm cool because I am a private person. Right. Um, however, like, um, there was a post I saw and it was like a, a bunch of celebrities and their wives, male celebrities and their wives. And it was just like, oh, here's a bunch of celebrities that are making it, mm-hmm. that have, are married for a long period of time and you rarely see them. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not that the, you don't see them at all because clearly there was pictures on social right, media for right. you to get. So it means that, yes, you uh, you know that they're married. You know that this is their wife, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, and Z. But they're not going to be all over social media. They're not going to be going to every single event. Right. You're not going to be seeing paparazzi with them all the time because there's something sacred about that and that they want to keep private. And that, for me, I'm down with 110%. Right. Um, so I... I in addition to that, though, the privacy allows a level of mystery. Like, mm-hmm. when people know every single thing about your relationship is cool, um, I've seen it take couples to another stratosphere, and they've been able to, like, turn that into shows, make right. money off of it. So, yeah, but the thing is, is, like, where is that going to end up? Mm-hmm. Like, are you do you got to make sure that your foundation is solid enough to get through all that chaos because life period in a relationship is chaotic. So now I'm going to add the the criticism and critiques of other people in the world. Yep. And I'm not saying that, you know, my mate will never post me or I'll never post them. I don't know. I don't know what tomorrow brings. I don't know what six months from now brings. But I know for sure that you're not going to see me at every event, every club, every this, every that. Yeah. But the important things, I'm going to be at. If it's something important, you're going to see my face. You know what I mean? And you also have, like, a foundation of trust, which allows, like... For sure. You know what I mean? For so. sure. And But but even to even have this conversation about being private or secret or whatever, you need to have that there. Because if you don't, then you're going to take offense to that. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's almost like when you're when you're aligned, you almost don't even have to have that conversation right. because you you think the same in that way mm-hmm. you, you've already seen that value in that person so you know like this isn't a conversation we truly really need to have mm-hmm. because we we see it the same way you know what i mean yeah and of course as women sometimes you like oh you're not gonna put me on your thing you're not gonna put me. but we it, it's, it's a joke because at the end of the day you like listen i don't want women to stop loving you i want them to continue loving you i want men to c- continue feeling like they want to be you I don't want that to go away because, unfortunately, that's the way in which the world works. Mm-hmm. That women are going to lust after you and they're going to lust after you even more if they know that, oh, shit. Like, marriage to a single, like, a, when a single woman meets a man that's married, to her, she's like, oh, wow. Like, you, you commit. Mm-hmm. Your marriage material, you know how to wife someone, you know how to take care of someone, you know how to hold a house down. That's what a single woman, when she sees a married man, See, she sees power. Mm-hmm. So when you see a single woman who's messing with a married man, that's what she thinks in her head. As convoluted and crazy as that as that that appears to be, that's what she sees. She doesn't see a cheater and that she's a homewrecker. She don't see none of those things. She sees all the positive, good, beautiful things about him. But um, but yeah, I think it boils down to trust and honesty. And I think at that point, and and be willing to be okay with the fact that um, sometimes there isn't a reason. You know, you might ask for it and sometimes there isn't just like, you know, you got to be okay with the fact of, babe, not this time. You know, if I love you and I trust you, I'm I'm okay with that. You know, you got to be okay with that because what happens is, is sometimes men don't always have a reason. It could be just a feeling, just like a women have a feeling. 
And, and you can't explain that all the time, you know? And it's just like, you know, if it's just not this time, it's just not this time. And that's okay. And you, if especially if he's the kind of person who makes sure you're secure, that he know you know that he loves you or she loves you, you know that for sure, then there's nothing to be worried about. You know what I mean? I think that's a big thing. Yeah. So what's next? You have... Qu- oh, you know, you know, I, I mean, I, I do have another one here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so you have a man. Mm-hmm. You've been together eight plus years. You're not married. But you have children together. Children. Mm-hmm. Children, more two. than one. Two. Two, two to four. Mm, okay. You've grown. Not engaged either? No, 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 no. Okay. It's just it's your, boyfriend, it's your boyfriend, girlfriend. Got it. So you've grown comfortable with the relationship, but marriage is something that is extremely important to you and you really want to be married. He does not want to be married. At this point, you've had a conversation eight years in, eight plus years in, and he tells you at this point, he does not want to be married. You could have said, he could have said in the beginning he did. But life got away. You fell into, you fell into the sinkhole. You got children, and he, now he does not want to be married. Do you leave the love of your life, who you've built this family with, or do you stay and deal? Oh, this is a good one. Um... Wow. There's a couple questions, though. Um, if I'm taking off my uh, my therapy brain and just pretending it's me, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably going to stay. Because outside, I'm, I'm guessing outside of the marriage thing, this works. Mm-hmm. Right outside of being married, this works. Um, and for me, at that point, I rather my children have us together, happy and moving forward for us as a unit, than us splitting up for a technicality. Mm-hmm. In my mind, okay. Um, children are involved. If it was no children involved, I, my answer probably might change. But then I asked myself. Okay, eight years, no children, then you you did this to yourself. Like, mm. you know what I mean? At that point. Um, and then, you know, but looking at it from an outside in, I have a lot of questions. Like, so one, I want to know when was the first, the first and first baby born? Like, at that point, what w- should have been a wrap a at that point. Mm-hmm. If that, if marriage was really important to you and that happened, that's fine. But at that point, you should have told him, I need to be married to move forward. Mm. Because you can have a successful co-parenting relationship with one child. You can figure it out. But once you got two, three, four, five children, that's different dynamics. And it's very hard for a woman to do that alone. You know what I mean? Not saying mm-hmm. she can, because we're all capable of, of whatever we want to do. But at child one, if you knew that he wasn't going to be able to give you that level of commitment, that was time for you to bail. Mm. Okay. But, you know, as human beings, we change our mind. You know, he could have been saying to you, yeah, babe, I- I'm on the same page. It's going to happen for us. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself year after year after year feeling like I'm nagging you at this point. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. You fall into this comfortability because you don't want to disrupt the boat. And it happens. Yeah. So I can see it. But then my question is for the man. Like, why wouldn't you want to marry the woman, the woman that to me looks like you love and you've you've 
you've grown a family mm-hmm. with and you look like you're doing what you need to do and she's doing what she needs to do and it works. So what are you really scared of? You know what I mean? I think having to peel away those layers could get them to the point where they could be married, you know? But I think at that that space and time, she needs to really know what his real issue is. Right. You know, and then what's her issue with the fact that she allowed this to go on for so long? What were you holding on to, you know? Yeah, for me, I'm probably going to stay. Yeah. Just because... You mean you know, and the strong woman that I am, it makes you want to say, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not about to. I'm not about to sacrifice anymore." But obviously, you have a system going. Like it's your children, they're yeah. home. Mm-hmm. You do love this person. It's like, is that a deal breaker for you? If it was a deal breaker, you would have gone. You would have left a long time ago. If it was truly a deal breaker, that's just how I feel. Mm. We're gonna have to make this a part two, man. But my last question, is it okay to fake it in bed? <laughs> and I don't care if you're dating, it's your man, you married, period. Am I faking my orgasm? Am I faking my, my enjoyment? What? Am I faking my what? You're faking Everything, it. I'm just faking you're it? You're faking it. You're faking it in bed. Like, I don't know if you're doing it every time, once in a while, but is it okay, period, to do it at all? I don't think it's okay, but I think it's a part of it. <laughs> What is a part of the performance? You have, like, there's going to be some, especially when you deal with young people, like, sometimes we just do not know what we're doing. And there's just been situations where I have faked it. Damn. I faked it. I've rushed it. I fake it to rush it to make it in faster. (laughs) And, yeah. Don't we even ask ourselves, like, why do we put ourselves in this position? Exactly, yeah. I, like, you didn't test the water a little bit nah. to find out, like, when you, ah. when you realize that person, like, y'all just don't have rhythm. It's just not in sync or, you know, just a whole bunch of air just, just <laughs> flying inside your stomach. You just sometimes you got fake it so it could end fast. <laughs> you just got fake it so it could be over. Yeah, I don't even know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that. What? Yes. I feel you. You thought it was big and then it wasn't. Sometimes you just gotta fake it. You gotta just, figure it out. Yeah, but you know how? Like, how does a woman know that already? No, like it could be your first time, second time, third. Like women know, like to do that, to fake it. Yeah, like nobody had to tell you that. You just like, how do you? It's just an instinct. You're right. just like this nigga. He, you know, I, either I want this to be over fast. Let me just make him <laughs> know that I enjoy this, or I like him. Let me just. <laughs> Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, you just got to... <laughs> he looked like he was at a, a interview. Yeah, okay, nice. Yep. What about you? What do you think? Um, I am totally against it. And I say this. Men pay attention to every single solitary thing a woman does in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. They are, like, laser focused. So... If you want to, if he's going in and you like, ah, ah. Oh, no, I didn't say to be dramatic now. Whatever your level of fake is, whatever your level of fake is, you doing all that. And he like, oh, shit, okay, she liked this. I'm going to do it next time. And you hate it. But you were giving the impression that you just wanted this to hurry up and be over. So you like, let me, let me hurry up and get it done. But he's not taking those kind of notes. Mm-hmm. He's not. And so your sex life is going to. Because he's getting the wrong messages. 
I think, okay, so let me, let me, let me say this. When you fake it, you have to fake it with somebody that, you know, you it can't be a boyfriend that you love and you just, because if that's the case, y'all need to work on that. For real. When you fake it, it has to be with, like, somebody, you know, like, it could be your, your, your ex that you, you know, just, you, you thought it was going to be good or something and y'all, like, reconnect it and it was the first time you actually, you don't got it popping. And then and when you, terrible. and when you got it popping, it was horrible. Mm. You just want to be over. So it's not like people that you, like, plan on having this long, like, sexual relationship with. Mm. It's just, I want this to be over kind of thing. I don't want to hurt your feelings. You know, let's both leave this thinking, you know, good thoughts or whatever. You know, I want you to go home not feeling bad about your manhood and your little pinky. Mm. Um, and that's just it. But, no. yeah, if you're, like, with someone and it's, like, and I, I don't also have to care enough to, like, teach you. And us, let's let's figure each other out. If right. I'm not there with you, and this is merely like a mistake, we're just gonna move on from it. And I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I I gotta make it out. It's like I gotta make. I gotta make it out alive. <laughs> Get out. Get out. <laughs> That's it. So I do agree with you saying with like you shouldn't fake it with like your partner or somebody you really like. You know? I, I don't think you should fake it with a one night stand either. I, I don't it, because I feel like I, then I'm ruining it for the next woman. That's guess what. That's your problem, sis. It <laughs> ain't me. Good luck. Yeah, I'm not thinking at all. I would be silent. Silent. Like, you're not. It's almost like um, <laughs> when you go to, like, one of those self-help ceremonies, uh, seminars, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, they'll ask you a question over and over again. Like, so what do you do great? And you answer. What else do you do great? Like, I'm going to lay on that bed silent till you figure it out. Mm. I want you to know that what you're doing is not it. So I'm willing to teach you in this moment because you're going to be like, yo, oh man, I think then you should start opening your mouth. What do you like? Like, I, like you can't go around just giving horrible sex all the time. You yeah. just can't. You can't. It's terrible. You can't. So I want you to know that when this is done, you, you're not going to go to your friends and be like, yo, I blew a back out. This shit was crazy. Nah. You're going to be confused as fuck. You're going to walk out of this like, damn, so I need to try harder, man. I need to do better next time. Mm. Well, guess what? I ain't doing it. That's that's for Because that's enough for you to climb off me anyway. Like, if you feel like you, it ain't happening, I'm going to just be like, nah, I'm good. So I ain't about to do all that. Well, I say this much. <laughs> You're gonna be you're gonna be embarrassed in the moment. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just climb up off me, boy. I don't have time. This is a waste. And whoever got who I had to fake it with, I hope you taught him something. That's waste. Uh, and then I'm not gonna waste my theatrics if you didn't even come into the gate, See, right? Ain't no theatric. You just gotta do a little like you know, you're like, uh huh, yeah. No, no, I'm saying like I'm not wasting my good oh, theatrics. Okay. Like I'm yeah, not wasting I'm not, my yeah, mm-hmm. if you walked no, in the gate lazy. Nah, nah I can't all, do it. Not at all. Not gonna work for me. But it's not even okay. I don't do it when it's lazy. Like it's him. He's putting his all in. He's giving it his best fucking shot. <laughs> Are but we it's sure? Just oh, he's sure. not there. <laughs> even your best. Don't even touch the surface. Oh, baby. Are we sure? You know. Mm. Her story. A time when you dated someone that either possessed qualities or was aligned with things that you said you wouldn't accept at all or wasn't attracted to. 
but you dated them anyway. What's your story? I don't know. You can, you can go first because I'm not. I have to think about this. Mm. You want me to think for you? I got an answer. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come with it. Let's hear it. Please, let's go. You can tell both stories today. Let's hear I'm dying to know what's on your head. Please, tell me. <sighs> so, you know, my name is Mina. <laughs> and one time, you know, I was really in love with this guy. I... I you know, he just possessed a lot of qualities I did like. But he had a lot of qualities I absolutely could not fuck with. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it just wasn't for me. You know, and I knew as I dig deep down in myself, I sat with myself writing my journal. I just knew that me and you just ain't going to happen. But I just had this hope in my heart, this love, you know, just deep down in there that I just knew that maybe one day we could figure it out. And well, lo and behold, after time after time of my heart being broken, I realized that I cannot deal with a liar, mm. a consistent liar. Mm. And even though I truly believe that you love me, you're a liar. Mm. I can't lay with liars. Mm. I can't make babies with liars. Mm, amen. I, I can't be with a liar. Let the church say amen. And at that very time in my life, I realized I require more. Mm. And let the church say amen. And Don't. that is my Mina, her story for today. Don't require a liar. Now, that was good. You was right. You was right, sis. You know me. Now, what's for your story? Okay, so uh, Lizzie, her story is this. So, you know, I was in my dormitory, minding my business, you know, and um, a good girlfriend of mine was like, hey, like, you know, let's go down the hallway. You know, a good friend of mine lives down the hallway. He cool and stuff, you know. Let's go say hi. Let me introduce you. So I walk in there, and I'm like, all right. He cool or whatever, but I see him giving me like googly eyes, but I ain't paying attention. I got a man, you know, I don't have time for it. And he's like, I'm not physically attracted to him. So, you know, for me, it's just like, all right, cool. You the you the you the dude, like, you know, mm-hmm. you the dude around around campus. Cool, nice to meet you. All right. Um, I move on. It's a it's an afterthought. Well, time goes on and uh this person just becomes more and more attracting, you know, and I could tell at this point that they attracted to me. And at first, I'm just like, Ugh, like, are you feeling me because, like, I'm the new girl? Or are you feeling me because you, like, really attracted to me? Mm-hmm. And, like, there was, I didn't like, I didn't like that he was, everyone knew him. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the fact that um, girls would swarm to him. I didn't like any of that. I wasn't attracted to none of that. I wasn't attracted to him physically. He just—it was just a lie. I just wasn't. It just wasn't. It just wasn't it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I couldn't say like, um, like who he was as a person, his character, just his physical attraction, like, and just how he moved on campus just wasn't for me. Okay. Um, and then as time went on, uh, mm. he just became incredibly desirable. Mm. And what once I thought I wasn't attracted to mm. began to show me that it was something different. Like, oh, the man on campus no longer is like, oh, everybody is. Now it was like, oh, power. Like, mm-hmm. you have the ability to attract um, 
the likeness of others and you use it in a good way. Like mm-hmm. if you use it in a good way, you know, like, so I'm like, oh, that, that to me had a lot of reverence for me. Um, and that he, he moved with a certain charisma about himself, a certain level of confidence that when I thought about it, I was like, man, I don't think I was ever in a relationship where a man moved like that. And so things that I may have thought was arrogance or... Mm, you didn't understand uh, it. I was like, oh, okay. And so the things that I once was not attracted to, I'm very much attracted to now because... But I think it was that particular person. So fast forward, you thought you wasn't attracted to him. You wasn't... So so what happened years later? Huh? Uh, you know, um, we... we uh, you know, we walked down the aisle or whatever. Mm. You mm. feel me? We just kind of, you know, that's where we ended up. You know, that, so we, that just goes to we show. We smooth. We smooth. Some, sometimes you just got to shut the fuck up. And yeah. Because a quality man. Yeah. Try it out, sis. Yeah. But I couldn't see the quality. Right, right, right. No, I, I get yeah, it. I, I just couldn't it. see it. To but, me, it was just too much. It was right. just too much. Like, uh-uh. it's extra. Uh huh. And my other relationships were very just like smooth. It was cool. You know what relaxed, that's called? They, they back. was regular, degular. Damn, son. That's what it is. That's what that was. Yep. Oh, well, it was good while it lasted. Well, we got her quote today by Yellow Yam. <laughs> Hi, I'm Yellow Yam, and I got this. Today's quote comes to us by way of our beautiful Lizzie. Mm. She was like, you know, I got a quote today, girl. And I was like, go ahead, girl. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. I got to read it because I'm yellow, yam. Well, but yellow, yeah, but you, could, you could give me a quote. Mm-hmm. So today's quote reads, do not let your lack of confidence become the death of your calling. Ooh, that just feel it in my spirit. Mm. One more time for me, baby. Do not let your lack of confidence become the death of your calling. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you gotta close the book on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to close the book on that one. I want everyone to just really think about that. You know, sit with it with yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Make it make sense. Yeah, for real. You know, and sometimes we don't always know what the calling is, but whatever calls to your soul. Yeah. As long as it's not killing or hurting people. Yeah. Mm, I yeah. love it. Well, guys, we love you, and we're out. Peace. Peace.